Joining me now once again is Ellie Honig, CNN senior legal analyst, former federal prosecutor, author most recently of Untouchable, How Powerful People Get Away With It. Ellie, I've always respected you. I never knew, however, that things that you say to me here on Saturday mornings on CNN are binding on the Supreme Court of the United States. What did you make of them name-checking <laughs> yeah. you in that Trump briefing? That was a first, Michael. Look, we do aim to make our segments fair and informative. I've never expected the Supreme Court of the United States to take what we say as gospel. I, who knows what they made of that citation, but I will say this. The side that cited us won the case, so you can draw whatever conclusion you will. Ellie, from Jack Smith's perspective, is this political or is this now legal as well? The very issue that you and I together have framed. Yeah, so Jack Smith already was, I think, paying the price in terms of his credibility and politically for his obvious failure to say what's really going on here, which is he wants to try the case before the election. Now he's paying a price legally in the courts. And here's why, Michael. Jack Smith was asking the Supreme Court to take the case direct from the district court. That's a rare proceeding. It's not never done, but it's rarely done. But as such, Jack Smith legally bore the burden of proving two things. One, the case was very important. That part was easy. That part was uncontested. Of course, this case is very important. But number two is that there's a specific need to expedite, a specific need for speed. And because Jack Smith remains stubbornly unwilling to say, I want to try this case before the election, instead, in both of his briefs, his first brief and then his reply brief, he's just left with this sort of mealy mouth gibberish where he says, well, delay is bad and speed is good, utmost importance and that kind of thing. And Donald Trump's team seized on that. They said he has failed. He has failed to meet his legal burden to give a specific reason why expedition is necessary. And we don't know exactly why he lost. We got a one-line ruling out of the Supreme Court, but they denied him. Ellie, what would it sound like? How would Jack Smith explain it if he were to follow the advice that you just offered? Yeah, it's a tough position because in the prosecutorial platonic ideal, Jack Smith would not be thinking about the election date at all because to consider the election date violates longstanding DOJ policy and practice, written and unwritten. But given the obvious reality, which any common sense person can see, that he is thinking about the election date, my advice would be, and he, he can take this or leave this, admit it. Let's just drop the subterfuge and the artifice. Let's just say what everybody knows you're doing. And I think the most palatable way to phrase that, the least political way, is to say if Donald Trump gets elected under longstanding DOJ policy, he can't be tried. And that means we would have this trial put on hold for four years until January of 2029, in w at which point we would lose witnesses, we would lose evidence. I mean, a four-year delay, it makes it really uh, unpalatable to try a case in 2029. So I think if given the position Jack Smith has put himself in, he should just acknowledge it and he should phrase it in terms of legitimate DOJ prerogatives. Okay, my belief is he is guided by a fear that then next week in Des Moines or in, in New Hampshire a week thereafter, it's going to be Trump standing up and saying, I told you so. He's admitted it. All of these prosecutions are political. And because they don't want Trump to have the ability to say that, instead they say nothing. They, the DOJ. 
that's exactly what would almost certainly happen. But here's the thing. If Jack Smith is sitting in his prosecutor's office as special counsel and thinking, boy, I don't want one of the candidates to have a talking point on the trail. I don't want someone to be able to say this thing that I don't like. That's inherently political. And that, I think, is a perfect example of why Jack Smith has played himself into a box by the fact that he's obviously thinking about the election, but he still will not say that dreaded E-word. Okay, so Ellie, game it out for me. January 9, three-judge panel for the Court of Appeals. No doubt whoever loses asks for en banc or a full court review. Tell me how you think this is going to play itself out. Yeah, so we're going to have oral argument in the Court of Appeals on January 9th. Clearly, the D.C. Court of Appeals wants to move as quickly as possible. Look, they've picked up on the wink-wink from Jack Smith. They're not making him say it. They're giving him exp super expedited review. I think they'll rule certainly by the end of January. Jack Smith's next move is going to be to seek what you call en banc review, meaning ask the entire Court of Appeals to hear it. That is rarely granted. And then Jack Smith will, if he, if he well, whoever loses there, will go to the Supreme Court. But here's the thing. If Donald Trump loses in the Court of Appeals, and it seems quite clear he will, technically he has 90 days to go to the Supreme Court to seek certiorari. So that puts us out into the middle of spring if Donald Trump's team loses they may choose to take all 90 of those days, which completely blows out the March 4th trial date that we have right now. Now, there's other ways the Court of Appeals can let the district court sort of start to do their work again without trying the case. But this puts Jack Smith in a real bind if he's hoping to get this case in. Forget about March. March is, in my view, off the board now. But even any time before the summer, and at a certain point, you just get too close to the election to try the case at all. Ellie, you said something really important that I, I, I don't want glossed over, and that is that Jack Smith did not get the expedited review that he was looking for from the Supreme Court of the United States, but he is absolutely getting it from the D.C. Court of Appeals. Yeah, I, I think this is a really important point. Both the trial judge, Judge Chutkin, and the D.C. Court of Appeals completely are vibing with Jack Smith. They understand what he's saying. They are on board. They understand he wants to try this before the election. They're not putting the wood to him. They're not making him say it. The U.S. Supreme Court, though, clearly was not okay with this wink, wink. Hey, you all know what I mean. I want to try this before the election. And that's why they said no to his request to expedite. But yes, the Court of Appeals is moving at almost unprecedented lightning speed in giving him an oral argument basically two and a half weeks from right now. Okay, and finally, you've inspired today's poll question. Stick with me. I'm going to put it on the screen at Smirconish.com right now. Should Jack Smith openly acknowledge, yes, he wants to try Donald Trump before the election? From the world of social media, Catherine, what do we have? I, I might need to lean on Ellie for this. Uh, Joe says, I am not a Trump fan, but no, make no mistake about it. As soon as we, the people, allow the courts to decide who we can vote for, that will truly be the end of democracy as we know it, because it won't stop. The point being made by this individual, Ellie, is that Donald Trump, criticized as being undemocratic, tried to overturn the election, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, now plays the card and says, look how undemocratic this is. They're trying to deny the voters from an opportunity to, to elect me. Very, very political. It's the issue of the, the election, I think. Yeah, I, I, but I think, and this is a problem for Jack Smith, because if his position is, well, we're worried about what Donald Trump might do if he retakes office, then that makes Jack Smith's position, in essence, I want to prevent Donald Trump from taking office. That is anathema to DOJ policy. Right. That is 
absolutely the opposite God. of everything that you're supposed to do as a DOJ prosecutor is worry about who's going to win the election. What are the voters going to know? Do the voters think he's going to be convicted or not beforehand? Is he going to have a talking point of that campaign? To the extent Jack Smith is thinking about any of that, he's way out of bounds. He's way beyond his prosecutorial prerogatives there. Totally boxed in. Ellie, happy holidays. Thank you for excellent analysis. Really appreciate it.